<laughs> One second, everybody. Welcome to Lords of the Late Box. Can prevent the cover price top 10 for the week for uh, May 25th, 2023. Wasn't May 25th when Star Wars came out? 1977 mm -hmm. was 525. Anyway, this, this is the 40th anniversary of Return of Jedi, by the way. Um, you know, and uh, you know what? Since it is the anniversary of uh, Return of Jedi, 40 years ago, I think, you get this. Apropos, I do say, Laura, say what's good, everybody. Hey, guys. Quick reminder before we get started that tomorrow night we are launching our Battle Chasers number 10 that came from the brilliant mind of Gabe. So make sure you guys check that out if you Perfect. haven't already. Where's the, right. graphic, the graphic? There's a perfect segue, Gabe. Say what's good. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the shout out, Laura. Thanks for taking that idea and running with it. Um, let's get to the show tonight. It's going to be fun. A lot of good books tonight. JB, say what's good. I'll be quick. Thanks for coming. Comment below after the show your favorite book. Let's get right to it. All right. The show is brought to our friends from CoverPrice.com, uh, focusing on uh, for your, all your price guides, collections, and trends. Head over to CoverPrice.com for a two-week free trial, only $6.99 a month. Come on. What are you doing? And it probably uh, shows probably sponsored by our friends over at Bird City Comics. Use discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off what Laura just said. These battle chasers, the one on the left, I do believe, was uh, Gabe's idea, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yep. All right, let's get right to it, boys and girls. Since we're running late, Laura's got some stuff to do. Everybody's got stuff to do. All right. This <laughs> is the uh, cover price. This is coming from from friends. The cover price focusing on new, new or high sales, or the most interesting sales found on their found on their exclusive daily shakers list. This is changes several times every day, so make sure you check it out every day to review some of the hottest trending books on in the market or on the market in the market. Um, and uh, after we go over these ten, we're gonna see what's shaking today, boys and girls. So make sure you stick around. All right, let's get to it. What's our first shaker? All right, shaker number one this week: Call of Duty Zombies number one, uh, Dark Horse, two thousand sixteen. Call of Duty is one of the largest and most successful video game franchises in the world. 
Since its inception in 2003, the franchise has expanded with 19, with 19 games, attracting millions of players across various platforms. Though we're here to cover Call of Duty Zombies, initially introduced as an Easter egg in Call of Duty World at War, the mode gained significant popularity, leading to its inclusion in subsequent games. Players assumed the roles of soldiers fighting against waves of zombies in various eerie and uh, at atmospheric locations based on the era and war the main game is based on. Over the years, Call of Duty Zombies has evolved and introduced new gameplay mechanics to keep the experience fresh and has garnered a dedicated and passionate community of players who enjoy the competitive nature of the mode, the challenging gameplay, and the enticing storytelling. The mode has become a staple of the Call of Duty franchise with its own fan base, eagerly anticipating each new installment to explore new maps, new characters, and new storylines. With video game-based comics, um, high collectability due to low print runs, many might not know that a comic series exists for this fan-favorite Call of Duty mode. It's tiny estimated print run of only 6,000 copies make it significantly tough to find. Hence, it's premium aftermarket pricing. So this week, a CGC 9.4 sold for $125, with the recent raw sales around the $60 mark. It may not be the biggest shaker on the market, but this book is a prime candidate to be sitting at your LCS's dollar or back issue bins and will make for a nice find that should help you afford one to two copies of Spider-Boy's first appearance. Get <laughs> out of here with that shit. Come on. Shut your whore mouth, Kate. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> everything is, and that's the new like money is uh, Spider-Boy. I can get yeah. 15 Spider-Boys for that. I, I am shocked that there hasn't been a Call of Duty movie yet. Has there? I'm trying to think. Um, just about every other war game, more war movies, a Call of Duty movie, right? Yeah, true. I mean, you know, they sh they should make definitely make a Call of Duty uh, movie. So, Call of Duty Zombies number one from Dark Horse 2016, CC 9.4, sold for 125. All right, what do we have for our next shaker? All right, next up we have Captain America number 115 from 1969. This classic cover by Marie Severin hit an all-time high this week at $2,000 for a CGC 9.8. This book is one of those rare instances where not much stands out to give it an edge, but it continues to climb in value. Performance for this issue most likely falls into the niche category for either appealing to Severin fans, collectors of Red Skull cover appearances, or those following the Cosmic Cube storyline. Interesting fact... This was Cap's last 12 cent issue printed. Damn, a 9.8 from 1969, though. I mean, come yeah. On. yeah, I mean, that just goes to show people pay for, you know, old things in high grade. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a key issue, but uh, Captain America 115 from Marvel 1969, top sale, $2,000 and a 9.8. Wow, time seems really like cheap that. for a 9.8 book. Dope yeah. ass cover, though. Right. Yeah. What do you have for the next shaker? Oh, all right, man. This look at That's this. An offer. This is crazy. <laughs> this is definitely. If anybody has this book, I'd love to see proof of life. Tag us on Instagram. Coming in number three, we've got famous 
Funnies, issue 214, originally published in 1954 from Eastern Color. Famous Funnies, issue 214, features one of the most iconic and famous Frank Frazetta covers of all time. The beautiful realization of a spaceship in the foreground headed toward a large red planet is striking in nature. Also featured is the crazy old man who held Buck Rogers, Rosie, and Horace captive in the title story. After Horace and Rosie escape, the old man jumped on the back of their ship in hopes of killing them. Luckily, a meteor knocks him off, and now they're able to help Buck, who's floating away on the wreckage of another spaceship. Now, many consider Frazetta to be at the height of his creative abilities when he drew this cover, one that continues to inspire comic book artists to this day. The issue is coveted by fans of science fiction and space-related comic books, as well as Frank Frazetta fans. Low to mid-grade copies of this issue command a sizable sum. This past week, we saw a VG Raw copy sell for $5,800. That's crazy town. That is nuts. Previous I mean, to this sale, we had a CGC 3.5, which is actually a VG minus, sell for 38 hundo in April of 2023. Yeah, and and I think the scarce, the rarity of this also is Frazetta doing sci-fi when you know later on, you know after 1954, he really delved deep into. Um, like the kind of fantasy medieval stuff. I mean, I think of like Death Dealer and things like uh, that. You know what I mean? The Frazetta is known to, to me for I'm Frazetta is like a fantasy artist, but it's pretty cool that you know he was he was doing kind of funky sci-fi books back in the fifties. So there you go, man. Now this is daughters. We can just end the list now, Tivo. This is the winner. <laughs> yeah, this is my favorite cover. So now far. his this daughter's uh, drawing books, right? Um, yes, she is. Yeah, yeah. I do believe. Number three on the list, Famous Funnies, number 214. Jesus Christ, already in 1954. It was coming out weekly or something? All right. Uh, what do we have for number four? I got some Silver Age DC here uh, with Green Lantern, number 29 from 1964. The Silver Age 1960s Green Lantern comic series is extremely popular among DC comic book collectors. In many cases, it is the villain associated with a specific issue that can add desirability to any particular issue green lantern number 29 features the uh features the black hand a powerful arch enemy who created a device to collect the power from green lantern beam in order to send him to another worldly dimension his popularity grew with jeff johns's use of the villain in the fan favorite blackest night and brightest day uh storylines he and the Black Lanterns were a terrifying force in the DC universe. This past week, we saw a CGC 9.6 of this issue reach an all-time high of $3,300. With only 13 total 9.6 copies on the census, it's somewhat of a rarity to see one come up for sale. One year ago, one sold for slightly less, while before that, the highest price paid for uh, CGC 9.6 was only $1,300 back in January of 2021. 
I had to take a double look at this cover because I was like, why does Green Lantern look so weird? But then I was like, oh, he's cut in half. Right. He made him disappear. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's weird. Uh, you know, okay. <laughs> I mean, this is a big, big price to pay for this book, but it's still a book from this age at a nine six that doesn't seem too expensive. That's that's, that's a cool out. price for this, especially for a black hand. If they do end up doing something Blackest Night related, when Jim, uh, when James Gunn takes over and does Green Lantern, this will be a really hard book to find then. Yeah. So now we've seen a two Silver Age books so far on this list: one graded nine point six and one graded nine point eight. Where the hell did these people find these books? Exactly. That's some pretty good time stuff machine right stuff, man. That's time, time machine. machine books. All right, number four on the list, Green Lantern, number 29 from 1964, 3,300 for a 9.6. That's it? That's all? Okay. All right, halfway there, boys and girls. What do you have for number five? I highly doubt anybody's going to have this, but we have Grim number one, the Flaviano fifth print Boom Studios staff exclusive. You could only have gotten this if you attended their holiday party back in 2022. A few weeks ago, we wrote about another book from the Boom Studios holiday party, and here we have another popping up on our list. Said parties must be exceptional to be a part of, as books that have trickled out typically fetch a high price. This is a perfect example, as a reported near-mint raw copy made its way to the market and was immediately snatched up for $900. That is the only sale in our records, and one lucky collector can call this extremely rare Flaviano variant theirs. As of this writing, there is one other copy available on the aftermarket for a cool $1,000. Not to mention, this book may be a fifth print, but it features the first appearance of Jessica Haro, comic darling from late last year, and also the first appearance of Jessica in Something is Killing the Children alum, Erica Slaughter, together. We'll be keeping our eyes peeled for future Boom Studios holiday party books, as they are the definition of market shakers. So just work for Boom. And then you can get all these cool books. Right. Yeah. Forzo says that we should name the show to the whammy show. I don't know if that really quite Doesn't rolls roll off, off the tongue. Cover Price presents the whammies of the week. Uh, you know, we, we can go with whammies. that. But, you know, but yeah, then Cover Price would have to change their website to say the whammies section instead of the shaker section. So, <laughs> but hey, kudos to you for Fuerzo. See, but we need a Lord of the Long Box holiday party and like get Cover Price together. And then we have books Ooh. that only come out of that. You know what? Maybe, we'll do maybe it. at we'll the holiday it. party, we'll I'll do get it this year. We'll do it. We'll price. do it online. Like I, um, I was uh, luckily uh, uh, part of the cover price holiday party this past uh, Christmas. Uh, so myself, all the members, Matt, um, uh, Matt, and all the fellow, all the people that work at, um, at cover price, as well as um, one true nerd king. Um, me went to Nerd King, killed it in trivia. We won all kinds of stuff. Uh, speaking of which, <laughs> it took a while for him to get that, but I, I matter of fact, um, I'm still missing something, Matt. But, um, well, the coolest thing is I got a pair of uh, Batman throwing stars, uh, which was dope. Ooh. And also, Matt sent me like 70 spawn variants, which I tried to give away. But if you were looking for any type of spawn variant, um, Go to my comic shop, LC, my LCS. I donated to them. So there's like Did 40 or 50 really? books nice. on the shelf. And it says free. Grab one if you want one. I, I, Laura, and at the uh, Tony Flea signing, 
um yeah. you know when if i was i put him out there too i was like hey feel free to take a copy and the funny thing is tony fleece will look through the pile and he grabbed two of them he was like yeah, i like this one i'm like this one i was like go ahead grab man i'm you know you know i have way too many comics so Why number five on list, smart man uh number five on the list grim number one the flaviano fifth print boom staff exclusive holiday party 2022 yeah we'll do that man we're gonna do this christmas we're gonna do a lord's uh christmas party um, it has to be fancy we have to get all dressed up yeah you just get a room just get a big room in vegas and do it here even better well, yeah we'll do it online no vegas sounds way better absolutely <laughs> better all right <laughs> yeah that, it can get crazy <laughs> a four-hour drive for you tim you're good I know it is, um, but I got a gambling problem, so you know I got to stay away from there. But so maybe we should get a ballroom or something or uh, something. You know, we can do it, man. Would it be uh, well, Bird City? You know, cover price, everybody. Yeah. So I digress. Let's go on. What have a number four? Number four? I mean, number oh, six. number six. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And by the way, we're at the halfway point of the show. Shout out to the fantastic live chat we've got, man. You guys are the best. We really do appreciate you. If you're enjoying today's show, please take a moment to hit the thumbs up. If you're not subscribed to the channel, please consider subscribing to the channel and hitting that bell so you don't miss the next time we go live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Hold wow. on one second. Yeah. So uh we are 7,851. So we uh, we've got to need to get to 8,000 by this summer i was gonna say my birthday was july 24th but you know i'm being realistic so let's get to eight thousand, so we can give away stuff everybody's gonna give away stuff they don't even know it yet all right go ahead all right here we go number six on the list we've got mega man issue number one the scotty young cover b originally published in 2003 from dream wave productions whether you grew up battling through the virtual landscapes of mega man's video games or have recently discovered the charm and excitement of the franchise Mega Man issue number one serves as a nostalgic tribute to the legacy. Mega Man's 15th anniversary holds even greater significance with the release of this comic book series being the first appearance of Mega Man in a standard comic book. Now, recently, a CGC 9.8 of this early Scotty Young cover sold for an all new for a new all time high of three hundred dollars beating the only other recorded 9.8 sale of 135 bucks and 82 bucks from 2022 by a hefty margin. According to cover price sales data, the most common raw sales are near mint and have a fair market value of $33. Now, as Mega Man's popularity continues to endure, this comic book series serves as a testament to the lasting impact of the franchise. It's also worth noting that die-hard Scotty Young fans are paying top dollar for his early and hard-to-find covers, and this is definitely one of those, adding a little extra boost to this key issue. Um, So Mega Man number one, Scotty Young, cover B from Dreamwave. Um, so read the tea leaves, boys and girls. Drink! If you're playing at home. Um, That's a drink! Read the tea leaves! People are looking for, you know, video game comics that have first, first appearance in comic books, uh, you know? So I'm just saying. And I think Gabe and I would probably only remember or remember Dreamwave when they when they first came out, that label. Oh, I love Dreamwave, yeah. Oh, absolutely. The, art, the art was just incredible. It was so good. I mean, back, we're talking... Like Dream late wave. '90s Dreamwave, right? Um, and um, early early 2000s, like 2000s, yeah, early 2000s. Yeah, that's wave. when Transformers came out. Yeah, they were doing they some. Good, yeah, they were doing some great stuff. So, um, whatever happened to Dreamwave? Um, you don't want to know. 
Sure. Well, well, uh, well, you say that now. Uh, now Pat, I want to know. Lee just, uh, yeah, just Pat Lee. Yeah. Goes, Pat Lee embe- em- embezzled a bunch of money from the company, Ooh. shut it down, uh, and then didn't pay any of the artists, especially the artists that are basically oh. ghost guarding all of his Transformer books. Damn. Oh, I was going to say, Pat Lee was such a great artist. Yeah, you're too. right. I didn't want to know that. Yeah, so <laughs> another sad, shitty comic book. He warned story. us. He warned well, us. shout out to Pat Lee. <laughs> You get the salute. <laughs> <There> you go. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the next one. What are the next shaker? What is it my tell turn? Is this? Uh oh, uh oh, this is awesome. Great. Look at this. The last unicorn issue number one, the regular cover, IDW 2010. Hmm. The last unicorn is a testament to the enduring power of storytelling. It reminds us of the importance of embracing our true selves cherishing the magic that surrounded us and standing up against forces that seek to extinguish it. Whether you're a longtime fan of uh, Peter S. Bagley's novel or a newcomer to the world of The Last Unicorn, IDW's uh, adaptation is a must-read. It's also also a must-find as copies are extremely scarce and a modern book with a niche market there are only 38 recorded sales. Wow. The most recent and ground shaking being a raw near mint selling for $100, beating the previous high of $75 back in February of 2022. In 2019, a CGC 9.9 sold for $100. Damn. And in 2020, there were two CGC 9.8s that sold for $32 and $52, showcasing just how beloved this series remains. In the time I see The Last Unicorn, I think of that <clears throat> Tom Cruise movie with the, uh, the the unicorn. Was that Legend? Legend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was crazy. Man. And Super, who, young. who's the guy that played the... The devil in that. He oh, was what's his name? He was, he's he's actually a comedic actor. He's a comedic uh, actor. Tim Curry, wasn't it? Yeah, Tim, Tim Curry. Curry yeah, from, uh, yeah, Tim Curry from uh, American uh, the where, the fucking thingy. Uh, Let's Clue. do the time warp again. Um, <laughs> God, did I date myself? Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Yeah, Rocky Horror Picture Clue. He was the first Penny Rise in it. That's right. Yeah, Tim Curry. But those, I mean, those two roles were his serious roles. But I mean, normally you he's uh, do, does comedic roles. It just goes to show you the actor's got chops, man. He can do everything. He could play crazy. And the demon devil in Legend is crazy. To say he's His horny would be amazing. an understatement. Uh, let's just leave it at that. And it's not what you're thinking. But on the last unicorn, I used to watch this cartoon when I was a child, and it always freaked me out because this really huge bull that's on fire that's trying to kill this last unicorn, and it's pretty sad. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks a lot. I'm not going to watch it now. Watch it. It's great. Beautiful anime. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number seven, the last unicorn issue, number one from 2010, Raw Dog for 100 Bonards. All right. uh, Let's get to the next shaker. All right, next up we have Tales of Suspense, number 45. <laughs> I'm sorry. I first saw that and I was like, I thought something else. Never mind. Oh, TiVo. You six. I sorry. I am sorry. No. Go ahead. From 1963, 
Even though Gwyneth Paltrow's Pepper Potts will no longer be in the MCU, she still has her fans. Luckily, the beloved Happy Hogan, played by Jon Favreau, will most likely remain in the MCU. However, he has no future appearances currently in the pipeline. That hasn't stopped fans of theirs from acquiring their first appearance in this book, recently setting a new high sale price for a CGC 9.8. Sorry, 9.0. A 9.0 came to market and quickly sold for a whopping $3,360, a solid jump of $1,800 from its last all-time high secured back in 2019. Such a high grade is tough to acquire, as a 60-year-old book is tough to keep in decent shape. There are only 12 with a CGC 9.0 grade on the census, especially a classic Tales of Suspense book featuring a cover such as this. Kids went nuts for this book back in the day, despite the relatively low popularity of Iron Man compared to some of the other heroes, which I did not know that. How was he not popular right out of the gate? Still, this most recent sale may be a new record, but it is still far off from its all-time high sale in any grade from a CGC 9.6, which sold for $23,400 late last year. Dang. So Iron Man wasn't popular like immediately? He wasn't popular no. until the movie. Yeah. Really? There isn't a single person out there that can say that they were an Iron Man fan from the comic exactly. books. His yeah. comic books were the worst. <laughs> I, you know what no, I noticed I, in, the other day? So... I was selling um, on whatnot, and somebody on whatnot mentioned, take a look at most Iron Man covers. The majority of Iron Man covers, he's getting his ass kicked. Well, you can say that <laughs> about now, a lot of characters. Once you start looking at him, it's tough to not notice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember, like, I was in fourth or fifth grade, and I was into Iron Man. Um, you know, that back then, like, famously, you know, you know, he didn't have nanobites or whatever, and he had the uh, the famous one where he's ju- falling out of an airplane, and he has to put on his suit. Um, you know, you know that was the thing. You know, I was, I you know, I just, and I always, I always pondered this. First of all, Tales of Suspense number forty five, nineteen sixty three, uh, CCC uh, nine point oh for thirty three sixty. What's more impressive, a nine point oh for nineteen sixty three or a nine point six from nineteen sixty nine? I think the 9.8 from 19, yeah. the other one you had. Well, damn, I didn't give that as an option, a, but okay, yeah, that one too. <laughs> you got to pick from the two. Yeah, yeah that's three um, Silver Age books on this list, and they're all in high grade. That's incredible. What always tripped me out about Iron Man, like especially after this suit, um, and you know how he had like gold arms and legs, but there wasn't armor covering those, and I was thinking, what is that though? What is he wearing? How, is that made out of iron as well? I meant, you know, it's just something I pondered. Um, and time for the segment of things people watch that you should watch is um, dun, dun, dun. American Born Chinese. I finished it in one day. So awesome. It's on Disney Plus based on a graphic novel. And it's a, you know, feel good story. But it follows the the uh, the, the the legend, the myth or the, the story of the Monkey King in Chinese mythology. And it's a modern retelling of it, and the martial arts action in it is probably some of the best you'll see on streaming TV. It is really good. And some of the cats from um, Shang-Chi were in it, uh, part of the martial club. Uh, so you should definitely check it out. The, the martial arts action is really good. Um, you know, Michelle Yeoh is in it. So, and 
Uh, Lake Kiwan is in it. So, hey, we got anything everywhere, always, all at once. God damn, I butchered that uh, thing going on there. But, yeah, they there are some really good uh, fight, And it's the director of Shang-Chi is the director or the show creator, uh, and he directed some of the episodes of this as well. So go check out American Born Chinese, man. It's it's great. It is really yeah, good. And in the meantime, you've ruined this cover for everybody. Yeah. All I'm going to see now, Tito. All I'm going to see. Hey, get all your minds out of the gutter. All right. Number it's eight. Jack. <laughs> all right. What do we got for the next one? I hate now. All right. Well, uh, last read of the night again. Shout out to the uh, shout out to the 99 strong in the chat. If you're enjoying the show, please make sure to hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel if you're not already, and hit that bell. All right. At number nine, we've got Ultimate Fallout 4. News stand. Shout out C. Woodard in the Great Legend of the Comic Corps. Originally published in 2011. Normally, we don't redo books that we've featured in the past. This book has been frequently covered, most recently in last week's top 10 runner up, and has even been one of our giveaways back in 2020. The difference, though, this is the newsstand version, and we'll explain more below. Now, Miles hasn't had an easy path to becoming one of the most popular supporting characters in Marvel franchise history. His initial reception wasn't met with the greatest of welcomes due to the remorse of Peter Parker's demise. Quickly, though, and with the, assist with the assistance of movies and, of course, video games, the public grew to accept our new friendly neighborhood friend with open arms. Now, 12 years later, with Across the Spider-Verse opening next week and with Sony's Spider-Man 2 right around the corner, it's not a surprise that the newsstand version of this book peaked at $11,000. For a CGC... There's <laughs> a double damn, look at that. Doing some digging, though, it appears that CGC has compiled both the direct and the newsstand versions of this book into the same category. So there are a gazillion graded copies of both versions out there, and CGC only states polybag removed in the key comments for this book, but doesn't include the newsstand listing. Now, it's important to note that Marvel discontinued printing newsstands in 2013, making this 2011 version pretty rare. I'm sure there are a few of you rummaging through your long boxes right now, checking to see which copy you have and if it's a $10,000 plus premium or just the standard version. All right, so let's look at this. This came out 2011, right? Let's go to my handy dandy guide here. 2011 bro that's like two percent yeah maybe one ghost territory yeah um so that that is pretty rare recently i've seen a lot of videos or people talking about how people are hyping up new stand that you know you know that they're not really uh real but and then and i will say this here's why new stands people are paying a premium for them, right? Because they were at 7-Elevens, you know, forget about being destroyed or sent back, or whatever. They were at 7-Elevens. They were especially newsstands. The grocery store. Town. They were yeah. literally on the corner. And they were just manhandled. They were just, they were just, they were just 
finger fucked. Uh, they were just ripped, and, especially if they were in a spinner rack. You know, the spinner rack has that indentation when people bend it over. Oops. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. There's an indentation because right. it, right, right, <clears throat> right there. Excuse me. Scarcity and finding it, especially when, so for newsstand, typically they're only valuable if they're in high grade. Uh, double bonus if it's a high grade and if it's first appearance, which is this in 2011. I mean, where the fuck were you finding a news, a newsstand book in 2011? Barnes and Nobles, uh, Borders, right? It was Borders, yeah. uh, One bookstores. bookstores. I mean, I can tell you in the in the 90s or the 80s, man, my 7 Eleven, they used to get comics all the time. Grocery That's stores cool. still had them till the very end. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, bought a, I, I bought a spawn number one in the liquor store. <laughs> all and my was, Superman's I bought as a kid was at the Ralph's. Yeah, Ralph's and I'm, I remember there was this other liquor store uh, that was in downtown San Jose that I used to go to, and I don't know how they got them, but they got they were getting the Marvel you know uh, the Marvel uh, handbooks, the Marvel Universe handbooks, you know where they show all the character things. I had never seen them in Seven Eleven or anywhere else besides the comic shop, and I was like, how did these guys get them? And I was like, that's amazing. So I was buying them up from there i mean you know i mean and i'll date myself matt on the corner of mission in geneva in the city there was an actual newsstand a guy with a little wood kind of hut that sold newspapers and comic books and magazines and he lets you flip through them there for a little while as long as you didn't you know totally mess them up and spend some time there right before you go into the arcade and shoot some shoot some stick at the billiards yeah, man. Too bad they don't have it now. But, you know, that was, you know, part of the fall of the comic crash was distribution. And you may you want to say variants, but I, it wasn't really variants that killed the comic that caused the comic crash. It was distribution because basically anybody could be anybody could sign up and be a comic book shop. Right. I mean, you know, I, I like I always tell you, I've been to a garage where a, where supposedly he was a comic book shop because back then we had to flip through the yellow pages to find comic book shops. Yes. The yellow pages. Nowadays, you kids are spoiled. You just have to Google things, but yeah, but back then, you know, comic shops were plentiful. I mean, you could find comics and, you know, store, you know, liquor stores, seven elevens. I mean, seven elevens is where I really first started seeing them. Um, and um, there was a whole story behind that I, that I've told as part of my origin story that I used to, st- <laughs> I used to, st- <laughs> I used to steal them on the Seven Eleven <laughs> every in the morning because our bus would pick us up to take us to school and the bus stop was right in front of Seven Eleven. So I'd get there early and I would play my video games and they, they would, they would have them on this kind of thing all the way in the back. So I would open up my peachy folder. Yes. Peachy folder. And, you know, and it was busy, right? They were busy. People buying coffee, donuts, whatever. So nobody see. So I just took like two or three or four comic books inside my peachy folder, put it inside and then walk away. And that's how Damn, my com- That's how I started little criminal. criminal. Statue of limitations, baby. You can't get me. Statue right. of limitations. What do we have for our last shaker? Don't go away, your boys and girls. We're going to see what's shaking and uh, probably going to give away some shit. Anyway. This time we're going to give away something to the live chat. So there's a hundred. All right, done. Let's do the live chat. Let's do the live, chat. Do the live chat, chat since you guys are strong. So just stick around because we're going to get something away in the live chat. What do we have? All right. So this is the last shaker tonight, everybody. This is Wonder Woman number 50, the Gal Gadot photo convention variant from 2016. Uh, is this the first Gal Gadot comic cover appearance? Possibly, but certainly one of the first comic book printings of the new branding of Wonder Woman for the big screen. 
This book was exclusively printed for WonderCon 2016 and featured two other versions with Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill covers to promote super uh, to promote Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Uh, both of the other variants have performed quite dismally. However, compared to this one, the movie's launch in March of 2016 kind of reflected that fact, with some fans more excited to see the new Diana Prince over Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent's pillow fight. Gal Gadot herself has done wonders for DC Cinematic Agenda and consistently ranks among the top five in character portrayals along with her standalone film in 2017. This week, we have a copy reaching a high sell of $461 for a CGC 9.8. Unfortunately, Godot's future in Guns universe remains uncertain, but with her recent cameo appearance in Shazam! Fury of the Gods and an upcoming role in The Flash, maybe there's some truth to her uh, lassoing returning. Is that a spoiler for the Flash? Could be. Although hmm. she was in the, she made a brief appearance in the Fast, uh, the last Fast and the Furious film, uh, which, by the way, is Tivo gives it a thumbs down. Things that oh. you should not watch. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy yeah, the, yeah. I enjoy the stupidity and absurdness and the action of the Fast Five, you know, franchise. You know, you just turn the brain off. First of all, Wonder Woman number fifty, the Gal Gadot uh, photo convention from two thousand sixteen, it's four hundred sixty one dollars and a nine point eight. Um, I the um, I saw it and it was like, it just you know. I mean, the last one was absurd, right? Uh, when you shoot a fucking Fiero in outer space, you know what I mean? But, you know, it was it was fun for what it was, you know? But this one, it was like, and people were like praising Jason Momoa as the best villain ever. No, he was just lame. I'm sorry. He was just lame. It, it, he, he came across too much trying to be like a joker slash something i don't know man he was it, it was just weird man but uh See, well, yeah what do you got on your sleeve right there what does it say right there on your sleeve it says lords of lombok son man, how come there's all these t-shirts floating around i'm not getting them i, I, I wear size extra large everybody Boom, by the way lords shout out to clg comics for this t-shirt there you go just got this too, Ashton Comics, Detective. It's uh, all the major, at least in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? Um, I was talking to somebody. I may mass produce these because I, I have a connection for uh, a T-shirt manufacturer that I can get them and uh, they can do these. So who knows? I mean, what other ideas would you have? You know, That's another offer uh, list on your shirt. Shout out to um, Natalie from, um, from um, um, Jesus. I just got to bring for it. The, uh, the comic queen. Um, she has a really cool one too. It says like Kirby, Ditko, Lee, Bushema, and Romita. That one's dope too. Um, there you go. There it is. I'm going to get my. <laughs> <laughs> there, that's not supposed to be a comma. Okay. Cause here's, okay. I'm going to tell you why these shirts are how they are. Everybody who's made them since uh, are, bit them from the roots the roots are the the roots the hip-hop band are the first one to come out with this and they the roots shirts used to come out with all the names of the album covers on their on their shirts and this is where this idea came from and it has to say blank and blank and blank and blank and blank and no commas and that's where that the the uh the uh, history of this type of shirt came from um i got this at made in clothing dot com so if you want to go make your own personalized one you can make your own 
you add a little something on the back, something here, and they're super snug. Show off the tattoo guns there. Hey, you're showing not, off the guns over here. Look not like guy. Gabe, man. Not like Gabe flexing, but you know, I'm you know, I'm saying trying to get in some weight. Uh, oh, there you oh, he flex all the way, tatted <laughs> all the way to the end. Did that one hurt right there on that not wrist? No. Yeah, right. Get the fuck nah, out It hurts in the armpit. <laughs> the armpit yeah, and like this the hurts. bone area sucks. Yo, this right yeah, here yeah. is painful. And also the elbow. Yeah, the funny mm -hmm. bone area sucks. Ah, uh, in, in the inner bicep. They always and the end elbow. up moving it. They have to like move it. You know, so uh, that you're not hitting that funny bone the whole time. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish sleeving this arm and then the next arm uh this year. Damn. That's right. Sounds painful. Full Yakuza sleeves, man. Nah, people are going to get tatted up like this if it hurt. No, I know. It's a yeah, dick. It doesn't hurt. They say. Well, no. you know what? My brother-in-law got a tattoo, and he used that new cream, and he said, uh, the uh, numbing cream, and he said, dude, I barely felt anything. And I was like, oh, if he just purpose. But I would use it for the inner bicep again, because that shit was painful, man. I won't lie, man. Uh, all right. Let's give away something. Um, JB, give it a start line. And I'm going to ask sure, a question. I'll get you a I'm going to give something in somebody in the live chat. Start line. <laughs> it's just the gun Show that. Here's our starting line. We're going to have a question here. TiVo is going to throw it in right. some trivia. It's Drop some trivia. Not really a count. It's not a comic book movie, but there are comic book uh, movie stars that are in it. What is the name of the movie where Captain America and Scarlet, our, our uh, Black Widow, first appeared together? So Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans first appeared together in this movie. And it's not Marvel. I, it's not DC. It's not even a superhero movie. I don't even know what it is. They were so <laughs> young at the time, man. I don't even know. How do you uh, know this? Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Oh, you know? All right. Because I watched it. That's what I'm, I'm the only one that doesn't know. Yeah. People are going to IMDb right now looking. Yeah, they are. Roadhouse? Nope. Aces? Nope. Roadhouse is an awesome movie, though, but that's Ten Patrick. Things I hate about no, book, no. Scott Pilgrim, no. Scott Pilgrim is also dope. Uh, uh, yeah. Something. The 10 yeah. Things I Hate About You, no. Sex the in the Citadel. That? I don't even know what the hell that is, but Ronnie, right. what are you talking yeah. about, man? Come Manny on. Manny Diaries, nope. Fantastic Four, no. I think Ronnie looked on the wrong website. <laughs> <Green> tomatoes. <laughs> the Natural right. Born Diaries. <laughs> Why are you guys doing uh, doing that? Let's go see what's shaking today since you guys are taking Ghosty. some. There you go. Darling. John Longside got it. The perfect score. The perfect score. Yes. It's about a group of uh, high school kids who try to break in to steal SAT scores. And nice. Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans are in it. Nice. John Longsa, hit me up on Instagram and uh, send you out some uh, cool stuff, man. All right. Let's see transition to the uh, shakers list. Are you going to show off a little bit tonight? No. No. Nah, all right. This is the cup price top 10. These are the weekly movers most units sold. Hmm, Alpha Flight. Interesting. You know, Alpha Flight was trending on Twitter the other day. Too. Say it. I say it again. Read the tea leaves. There it is. Shots. Damn, look at that top row. That's a murderer's row right there. I blew beat man, up. Oh, ghost. I'm never going to get a freaking 129. Good Lord. Yeah, you will. <laughs> 
Uh, look at that. Blue Beetle, 9.6, 4,175. Is this the first uh, iteration of Blue Beetle? Oh, no. First, first appearance of the question. Of the question. Nice. Ooh. Even cooler. This is my last grail that I want to get is Journey Minute Mystery, um, number 83, first appearance of Thor. Wait a minute. Yeah. How, what was the grade on that? It's a point a five. 0.5. Five for thirty three hundred. Yep. What's a zero point five like? Cover detached. Covers completely yeah. detached. It's in. It's basically dust in your hands. Is yeah. that what a zero point five is? Typically, it's um, the cover being. Because uh, if it's like falling apart, I don't think they even give it a grade. But typically, like the covers completely missing or like you know detached, or even worse is when it's a like cut down the middle or like you know half the, the cover is ripped off. Stuff like that. All right. Here's Blue Beetle number 52 from 1948. Holy cow. Uh, look at that. Doesn't Laura like blondes? Isn't yeah, that her thing? Does. Blonde good girl covers? Red dress. Girls. You just need a red dress. Oh, but red dress. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of excited to see the new Blue, Be Blue Beetle movie. It looks good yeah, from dude. all the trailers. Oh, yeah. Wow. This, I'm sorry, man. This book is seriously undervalued, man. At 8.0 for 1350, that seems really cheap. You got to be kidding me, right? Let's see what other 8.0s are going for. Yeah, Come go on. slide down Let's a little bit farther into the FMV of an 8.0. I guess see, so. Right Jeez. There. Wow. Damn. Hey, man. Times are changing. Yeah. Well, as soon as they see, you know, Blade. Is, is this the, the correction? Or is this the correction? No, as soon as you know, as Market soon as they see, as soon as they see a trailer for Blade, they're gonna, they're gonna, it's gonna jump in price. There's no doubt about it. This is the first appearance of Red Sonia, although she's not on the cover. Same may call it a cameo, but I call her first. Nobody appearance. wants that book. Everybody wants the next one. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, come on. But this is the first two appearance. But yeah, you're right. This this is a much better cover since she appears on it. Yeah, look at Barry Windsor Smith just killing it on that cover. He's such a great artist. So underrated. He doesn't get enough props. To, oh, hey now. Whoa. JoJo Comics. Jojo. What is JoJo got going on? Those gorillas are up to no good, I say. <laughs> What's that other gorilla doing with that feather duster in her face? Trying to make her sneeze? or <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a claw. It's a claw if you look at it. Is it a claw? Yeah, it's a, it's a claw. Oh, okay. Yeah, so maybe he's gonna scratch her back or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you couldn't be a shaker show without love books, love, love stories. stories. There won't be any wedding tomorrow, as far as I'm concerned. I will never marry you after what I found out about you yesterday. You whore. Sorry, sorry, I was just that. Once <laughs> you added that, <laughs> it, was implied. it was implied. Pictorial love was stories implied. number one, seven hundred nineteen dollars for a five point five. Good. God, uh, speaking of oh, oh, man, gothic I, romance. Come on, I sold mine. Conan the Barbarian, issue number one, first appearance of Conan, 688 Bonards. Dope, Another start of the Bronze Age. Yes, it is. Gothic romances as we continue on our that. little The Cruel Cliffs of Malaspina, The Devil's Chapel. Doesn't seem like a romance book. Well, they're uh, gothic, I guess. So there you go. Is she running away Seven. from a bunch of weed or what? <laughs> oh, M. Night Shyamalan strikes again. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan strikes again, man. You know, he's. Uh... <laughs> God, I hate that movie. <laughs> hey, I got this book. Hey, I sold that book today. 
129. First appearance of Thundra, $700 for a 9.4. All right. Good thing. What is this? Oh, shit. Now I need this. Breaking and the New York City Breakers. Come yeah. on now. Oh, my God. Raw, what, no grace. You might want to double check that later. <laughs> 600 bucks for VG minus magazine. Oh, Ouch. Man. Insane. So, $685. What was the name of that movie? There was two movies, right? Beat Street. There was a Beat Street. So and was there breaking? Breaking one and breaking two? Breaking no, two, electric boogaloo. That's electric expensive. boogaloo. Game. The only one is the true one is uh Beat Street. So this one had John Claude Van Damme dancing in it. Was that was that's that breaking breaking two? Yeah. So in Beat Street, it was the New York City Breakers against Rock City Crew. Rock City Crew had been established and known to be, you know, the top of the game. So if I remember correctly, the New York City Breakers was um, created from that movie of group of breakers that came together. Um, Turbo, there it is. Yeah. So for anybody who thinks breaking is better than Beach Street, go slap yourself in the face right now. Turbo. <laughs> I can pop and break better than Turbo and Ozone. I can't lock oh as good as them. I, I guarantee you right now. And, and when they when that movie came out, I was like, I can do better than what they can do. But B Street, I was like, no way. Those guys are dope. So there we go. Red dress. There's a lot of Blue Beetle happening, man. There's, there's something going on. Beetle. going on. Something's Reed going on. Oh, it even has a stamp on there. Or is that part of him? I, I think no that's idea. tattooed on him. Yeah. Aztarn, Voltan, Supremus, cannot challenges human Bowman's leadership of Lost World. All right. That's dope. That is a raw dog for six hundred dollars. Hey, I have this. Ooh. I told you I have quite a warlock collection. I have Maybe. two of these. What's what up with the journey into mystery? Is that a key for some reason, or is that just another high grade silver age? It's a nine. Yeah. It's a nine oh. Yeah, it's a damn nine oh from sixty five. This is pretty rare that you see this type of cover too, where it tells about you know there's there's four different panels on the cover. That's pretty cool. I think. Well, I I know all the journey into mysteries that I got. They're all just beat to hell, man. Yeah. Do do hey. Turtle Mania number one from Metropolis Publishing. Interesting. Hmm. Huh. Why was how was Metropolis publishing this? Hmm. We've had this on the list before. It was like an unauthorized yeah. thing. I think it ended up getting, having to go away or something. Yeah. Oh shit. X-Men 94. Oh, shit. I got that. Hey now. This is what we call Wonder Woman. What the hell is that? She is uh, holding on to a giant bomb missile going toward the earth. This isn't even the worst one. There's one where she's straddling one. Uh, You know, so there's, there's, yeah, there's phallic covers for Wonder Woman. There's also bondage covers for Wonder Woman. So, no, there's a special segment to the community too that collect those. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, poor Nova. I still got four of these fuckers. Poor Nova? What are you talking about, man? That's still hot. That book sells like crazy. It's 500 bucks for a, a 9.8? 9.6, 349. Most common slab. So let's look. Uh, uh, last 9.8. Last sale, 500. Half price, baby. That's like a deal, not, dude. $1,000. Uh, well, oh, that's 500. Yeah, yeah. That's a last steal, sale. Last sale was the nickel yesterday so, somebody still holding, on, still holding on can to you imagine the seller's like are you fucking serious <laughs> i'm still holding on to somebody's mine, canceling so that sale. yeah 
There's yeah, a lot of photo covers on the shakers, huh? What was his name? The uh, Iron hey, Mongol. Actually, not the other roadie. Obadiah's. What's his name? Obadiah Stane. Yeah. Yeah. This is a. Uh, what's his name? I want more money. And then they okay, go, okay, bye. And then came in Don Cheadle. So. I, and I All think right. if you if you uh, Don Cheadle's first scene, he just says. Yeah, yeah, I know I'm here. Let's just keep, let's just get on with it. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys and girls, thanks for hanging out with us. I know we're running a little bit. Still 101 people strong. Really appreciate that. Um, uh, I'm going to mail out the stuff this week. I promise. I just realized I don't have a Gemini mailers. So I'm trying to get a hold of some Gemini mailers. So uh, if anybody has a bunch of Gemini mailers that you have, I need about 10 or 15 of them if you want to mail them to your boy Tebow. I'll tell you what. If you send me 15 Gemini mailers, I will send you all the variants from Bird City Comics. Just as a thank you. Right? How did Bird City send them to you? Didn't you don't you recycle? I just use recycled materials, man. You get books and Gemini. I have been Gemini's using those side. to ship out, man. I have been using those you know? to ship out. Yeah. And also I just ordered some legal size um priority mail um envelopes. You can get them on USPS for free, but you know, cause the regular free. ones just don't, they don't fit well, but the legal ones are longer. And so they fit perfectly for a Gemini mailer. So if anybody would send me Gemini mailer, you will get a stack of books, just a stack of books, stack of books, all Bird City comic variants, all you can flip them, sell them, whatever. But you know, just to say thank you. Cause um, yeah, just as a, as a thank you you know cool so jb any last words yeah man please uh follow me on instagram right there there's a little instagram thing and uh, i'll see you next week on tuesday when we have the top 10 list and uh had a great time if you're not subscribed to the channel please subscribe to the channel hit the bell yada 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 all that other good stuff get us to eight thousand, son get us eight thousand, and don't forget we had a good time peace game any last words uh thanks for showing up everybody had a great night see you guys next week Happy All Memorial right. Day. Yeah. So for Gabe, uh, JB, and Miss Laura, this is Tebow saying uh, keep digging in them long boxes and peace out.
serious. You shall know that the Lord is up What's in the box?